the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Podcast. I'm Jason Hendricks. I'm Leprechaun Nate. Also known as Leprechaun Jason. Leprechaun Nate here. So we're really, really excited to finally have our boy Dexter Williams on, the juice man himself. Um, hope you're uh, having a great Monday. Uh, prayers for everyone in France for the Notre Dame being on fire. Really, really sad news. I know a lot of people have been there before or were hoping to be there at some point and uh, looks like there's a, some substantial damage there and at the very least it'll never be the same. So uh, prayers to everybody involved there, including the firefighters who are out there uh, trying to put that fire out. Um, also, it's Jackie Robinson Day, so as you can see, I'm rocking the baseballism Jackie Robinson 42T. Um, huge inspiration for us, so really, really cool to uh, be able to have this from baseballism. Um, later on today, the Angels will be playing. Mike Trout just tweeted it's an honor to wear the number 42. I'm sure that uh, goes without saying for all the different uh, players out there that are rocking the number 42 after Jackie Robinson today. So. Wherever you guys are at watching the show, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes or iHeart, thank you for downloading the show. Please leave a rating. We appreciate it. Uh, again, we'll have Dex on. Probably be a quick show. Do a quick interview with Dex. And then uh, we'll uh, talk a little bit about the spring game. We have the spring game this past Saturday. Uh, from all accounts, Ian Book looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's no doubt this year for once uh, who the quarterback's going to be going up against Louisville on Labor Day. Uh, Nate, what do you think about how Ian looked? I mean... I've said it before, I'll say it again. Ian Book is our QB1. There's no second, well, there is a second, but there's no close second. Um, Jerichovic still has a way to go. Yeah. Um, and he's our future quarterback, but right now I think we're good at quarterback. Uh, you know, it's really kind of sad to me how bad people are coming down on Jerichovic, even though it's only the spring game. Uh, once again, some of the Notre Dame fans uh, coming out with, uh, coming out swinging just with the spring game, saying, Phil, is out of his league and all these different things. You know, the kid's, what, 20 years old? I mean, cut him some slack. He's, he's just getting used to the uh, the environment. It, it's a, it's not an easy job to be a quarterback, well, even if you're the backup at Notre Dame. So let's cut the kid some slack. Um, saw a lot of great things out of the defense. Our defensive ends probably would have had, I don't know, eight to 10 sacks that game based on the fact that the quarterback mm-hmm. can't be hit. Uh, Julian Aquara flying all around the place. Uh, Khaled Kareem looking one, outstanding. Dalen Hayes looked pretty good. Uh, the young guy at the defensive tackle spot, Jacob Lacey. Uh, remember that name. You're going to see a lot from him. 
uh, Jamie on Franklin, just a lot of guys really making some, some great plays and showing some good technique, even some of the early enrollee guys. Was there anybody on defense you were impressed with, Nate? I mean, uh, I, I really like our D-line play so far, and I know it's just a spring game. It doesn't really mean much. Um, but, I mean, I think defensive line could be one of our strong points this year that hold us up and uh, possibly even take us to the playoffs. Take us back to the playoffs. Yeah, I think you're right, Nate. It's the D-line. A lot of times you start and win, you, you win games, you win championships with a, a solid defensive line, a solid offensive line. I think we'll have both. I think there's some question marks on the offensive line in terms of some guys filling in, who's going to play center, who's going to end up at the left tackle spot, or are they going to switch some things around. But you have a core base of guys that have a lot of starts amongst them, so I think that's going to be um, really important for them. Uh, looks like so far we got Ken Murphy on, Melissa Kovach, how you doing? Uh, Ken Murphy says he'll be fine, trust me, I'm assuming that's referring to Jurakovic. Uh, we got Olga Gomez watching. Um, Troy Pride Jr. definitely looked impressive on Saturday. Uh, him and Houston Griffith uh, on, the, on the corners are going to be really impressive. I think we have, in my opinion, one of the best safety tandems uh, in the entire country with Jalen Elliott and Elohi Gilman. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're going to have some thumpers back there. Linebacker is kind of a fluid situation with a lot of guys rotating in and out. I think your stalwarts are going to be Asmir, Bel Asmir Belial. Um, Gosh, Kenny, Jack, Jack Kaiser's injured, but I think he might play a little bit. Jack Lamb from Temecula is going to be playing. Uh, Shane Simon, Jordan Ginmar Keith, all guys that I think you'll see rotating in. Uh, Jeremiah Wusu will be playing a little bit too. Uh, Olga's here from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thanks for tuning in. Anna Geona is here as well. So thank you guys for watching. We're going to get Dex on here in just a minute. Um, anybody else have any thoughts on the pre uh, spring game? Go ahead and drop them here in the comments. If you are listening on iTunes and iHeart tomorrow, today's Monday, if you're listening on Tuesday, let us know what you think on our Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Um, want to give a huge shout out to our Facebook team at Del Suppercons, uh, Jason Lynch, Matt Dunbar, Wayne Smith, Patrick McCormick, all of them for helping us lock it down. Also want to give a huge shout out to Tim Finnegan for providing some uh, on-site coverage uh, during the spring game in the shirt. So what everybody think of the shirt? I personally liked it. I love the throwback and kind of the same text and fonts that you see in the stadium now, some of the cool stuff like that. Tell Dex to, oh, I'm not saying that, Ken. Jafar ran strong, absolutely. I think Jafar is probably going to be uh, splitting carries with Tony Jones Jr. I think you'll see them both in some unique packages, so I think that'll be cool. Uh, Mark Jones says, I think Book looks super confident and really comfortable in the pocket, absolutely. Uh, the question with Ian has been his long game, uh, his, his, uh, his uh, deep ball. Can he throw the deep ball on a consistent basis accurately? I think that remains to be seen. We'll see if that gets developed by Tom Reese and Chip Long uh, in the next few months here. Hey, Jason Lynch watching, like I said, okay. big shout out to those guys for, uh, for helping out with the page and doing all the great graphics, everything like that. Thanks, Ken. Okay, let's go ahead and get uh, Dex on and see what's going on in Juice Land. So as you guys know, big fans of Dex, I think everybody is, that kind of goes without saying, awesome guy, great with the fans, the whole nine. Right on time here, it looks like. What's up, Matt? Hello. Hey, what's up, Dex? It's Jason and Nate, the Dill Suffercons. How you doing, man? I know, I'm doing, I'm doing great. All right, all right. Uh, everything going good out there in Florida right now? Oh, yeah, everything is going great. Everything is going great. Loving the weather. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot better than what it's like in South Bend right now. Those guys look like they had some snow coats on for the spring game last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Dex, first of all, I just want to thank you, man. I know we've been trying to get you on for a while. I know you're a super busy guy, uh, but really appreciate the time today. So we're going to ask you a few questions, so go ahead, Nate, you start us off. So um, the first game you played against Stanford, and when you broke off uh, the touchdown run, uh, what, what was that like? 
um, it was just basically, it was, it was a lot of excitement. I would say it was uh, a really a, a release of a lot of stress because um, it was just missing the first four games, not being able to be out there with my teammates and be able to help us to trim. It was kind of hard. It was tough. So uh, I just wanted to make sure I was ready and prepared for that fifth game against Stanford. So uh, I just wanted to make sure I made an impact, and I wanted to make sure everyone knew who Dexter Williams was when I came back. Yeah, well, you left no doubt on that, man, just that first round. That was amazing. Um, want to jump back a little bit, and uh, a lot of people have been asking, and, and including the two of us, really want to know, how's your mom doing? How's her health? Everything good right now? Oh, yes. My mom, she's doing well. Um, we've been staying on top of her and her medicine. She's doing great. Um, she has her days still. Uh, it's a little up and down. But majority of the time, you know, she's still smiling. She's still strong. She's uh, encouraging me, uh, just pushing me to uh, just keep going hard and not worry about her and her her uh, wellness, but um, other than that, she's doing great. Uh, she's doing great. Well, shout out to Cheryl Bryant, Dex's mom. She's a strong, strong warrior, big supporter of Dex, and uh, we're, we're huge fans of your mom, too, man. She's a great lady. Yes, amazing woman. Yes, sir. Um, so, uh, another question we wanted to ask, we've seen on your Instagram lately, looks like you got a new addition to the family. Can you tell us about your new little pup? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, her name is uh, Olivia, but we call her Livy. Um, she's a puppy out. <laughs> Uh, we got it from my mom. My mom, she wanted a puppy, and um, we seen one, and it was uh, a cute, uh, it was a cute puppy. And I was just like, okay, uh, if if no one's home, she would have someone to like at least keep her company, uh, just to have fun with, just to play with. And Olivia has been great company. She's so fun. We actually went swimming today. It was our first time swimming. It was so funny. But um, other than that, uh, she's she's doing she's doing great. Olivia is doing great. That's awesome. Man. I love it. Hey, so, okay, next question is, um, I know you probably get asked this a lot, but I, I don't know if all of our viewers are aware, but where did you come up with the, uh, where did you come up with the deuces as you're running into the end zone against all these bums? Um, it was just something I was just talking about. I said, well, actually, to, to be specific, um, I was watching Tyreek Hill. It was Tyreek Hill. He did it. I forgot who, who they were playing, and uh, Tyreek said he threw the deuces, and I told the guys, I said, next week. I'm, I'm going to uh, throw up the deuces and plus we're, Florida, we're playing Florida State and it was a rival game and um, I just it was just something that I've seen. I was just like, okay, I want to uh, try and try to make it mine down work. The number two as well. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. <laughs> and it was just something that I did ever since. <laughs> man, you got you got to keep that going in the NFL, man. That's your trademark now. Yeah. That's yeah. great stuff. Got to. So, uh, so you got to play in the Senior Bowl with uh, Coach John Gruden, uh, Raiders head coach. What was that like playing for Coach Gruden? And I – I was watching that game really closely, man. You looked great. I know there was a lot of uh, hype around your practices that you had with the, uh, the senior game. Um, so what kind of came out of that? Was there anything unexpected that came out of that? Anything you weren't you were kind of uh, like surprised to see? Um, it wasn't nothing that I was really surprised to see. I just took a, uh, I really took uh, a lot of things from that. Just learning. It was just, it just really gave me, I should say, a taste of the NFL. Just what I'm going to get, being able to. Uh, be coached by um, just NFL coaches, having uh, crowds out there while you're, there, while you're practicing, um, being able to pick up the playbook and uh, going out and execute plays. It's not a lot of uh, do-overs in practice because um, practice is just so so on time. So it was just everything was just it would get corrected after you just really had to just continue to just play. If you made a mistake, you had to continue playing. So it was just it was like it was kind of similar to what we did at Notre Dame. So I was, I was definitely used to it. But other than that, um, it, it was great. It was a great experience playing for Coach John Gruden. He was a great coach. He was uh, he, he brought a lot of energy to the room each and every day. So it was fun playing, uh, playing for 
That's awesome. So we knew we know you were heavily recruited in your home state of Florida. Uh, what made you choose Notre Dame over these? So re- what really made me choose Notre Dame uh, was just basically I couldn't turn down the four for forty uh, program. It was just like the four years, the four years that you put in, it can take care of you for forty years after college. Um, so it was just that was something that really stuck to me. And then it was the tradition at Notre Dame. It just goes so far back, and that was something I wanted to be a part of. And it's just like Notre Dame. It's either you like it, or you either like it, or you don't like it. It was, some, it was a place that I fell in love with. It was someone, some a place that I could call home. I should say. And it was just like the guys there, guys from everywhere, and then the people there on campus. It was just like great energy, great vibes, and it was just it was very different. And I and I like taking on uh, things that are, are like very different, something that I'm not used to. And I, I like to make myself feel uncomfortable at times. So it was a challenge that I was willing to take on, and uh, I just stuck with it. And as soon as I signed those papers, I was ready. Hey, Dex, so um, what did you end up majoring in? What, what are you going to graduate with from Notre Dame? So I ended up majoring in Africana Studies with a minor in ESS, okay. which is Education, School, and Society. And I graduated in December, but I'll be walking in May uh, with God. That's awesome, and congrats to you on that. I know that's a huge accomplishment for you and your family. Um, and so Coach Denson was one of your main recruiters, correct? Or was it Coach Alford? Uh, it was actually Coach Alford. Okay. Now, I know there was a little bit of, when, when he left, you had already committed and all that. I mean, was there ever any second thoughts when Coach Alford left to go to that other university that's in Columbus? Um, not at all. Um, then Coach Alford had talked about it, and he was just like, everything is going to be okay. You don't have to worry about anything. She knows that I'm leaving. And he just really just uh, made me so comfortable. He was just like, just because that he's gone, it doesn't mean that I committed to him. I committed to the school. And he's just like, the things that they have there for you, just like, um, just just really just be patient, calm down. Don't don't stress about it just because I'm gone. Just uh, take the time to embrace it and just take on the things that Notre Dame is going to uh, throw at me. And um, ever since he told me that, it was just something that stuck in the back of my head. And I just move forward. I didn't really uh, dwell on it. I knew it was just uh, something that he needed to do. It was a decision he made for him and his son. So I, I really had to uh, respect that as a man. Have you had a chance to meet and talk with uh, the new running backs coach, Coach Lance Taylor, yet? Uh, yes, I actually got a chance to talk to him a little bit um, at Prodi. He's a very cool dude, and um, I know he's going to take care of the guys up there. I could, he already gives us a great vibe. He was just uh, so cool and laid back. And also, he was just already, uh, he told me he had watched some films, so I was already surprised that he had watched them. <laughs> and then just to be able to uh, see the backs that he has coached at Stanford, now that he's going to be with Jafar Armstrong, Tony Jones, and the rest of those guys, I know those guys are going to do great things over these next couple of years. Well, you definitely left some big shoes to fill, as did Josh Adams uh, last year, and, and you filled those, fills, filled those shoes amicably. Um, I think it's going to be really exciting. Like you just mentioned, Jafar, Tony Jones Jr., Jameer Smith, Sebo, uh, some of those guys. I think that yeah. you really left that running back room in great shape. Um, is there anybody in particular that maybe kind of flying under the radar? I think everybody knows about Jafar and Tony Jones Jr. Anybody that's kind of flying under the radar, in your opinion? The next two guys in line, uh, Jameer Smith and uh, Savoy's. Uh, those two guys are unbelievable backs. Um, they would give a, a lot of those guys in there a lot of competition. And just with those two in the room, they're two different backs, but at the same time, they bring different things to the table, just like Jameer. Uh, him, him being, he's just like, I, would, I usually call him bowling ball, I would say. He's just like a bowling ball. He bounces off tackle, he breaks tackle, and he has a burst of speed. And his 
So for this year upcoming Notre Dame team, how do you think they'll do without you? So going back to the NFL game for a little bit here, I know on your story you had mentioned it looked like you were at a, a Chicago Bears sort of like uh, training type deal. Um, have you worked yeah. out with a couple different teams, and uh, how's that been going? Um, I only worked out for the Chicago Bears, and um, it was when I was up there, it was just a great vibe. It's not too far from South Bend, so I was already kind of used to the city of Chicago because I would go there sometimes. But uh, just being at the Bears facility, it was great vibes. Uh, they actually uh, believed they, uh, they were building a new facility as well. So um, I got a chance to see that. And uh, just to be out there with those guys, there was a lot of competition. Uh, just being able to get with the coaches and uh, get a chance to get a feel for them, get a, a, a vibe with them, being, being, being able to just really build a relationship with them was uh, very helpful for me. Just me to uh, get a chance to really just feel comfortable with them, that, with uh, with the Chicago Bears, I should say. And I would say um, everything was uh, very good. Uh, they, they had a lot of good feedback for me and my agent as well. So uh, Coach Heastead being there, I mean, I'm sure he's going to put in a good word for you, right? I mean, we, yeah. <laughs> so is there a team, I mean, I know you're a Florida guy. Is there a team that you're like, man, that would be a dream come true to get drafted to, or are you just happy to go to whoever wants to pick you up? I'm not a guy who's picky. I just need an opportunity. Once I get the opportunity, I'm going to take it and run with it. But if I could pick one team, I always like the Miami Dolphins. There's always something about the Dolphins. And uh, Miami Dolphins, go fans, fans up. But uh, I know we haven't been doing that well. But, yes, if um, I can choose, I would definitely pick the Dolphins. Well, um, I'll say the same thing to the Dolphins that I've been saying about you all year. If you want to win, you got to put Dex in. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> um, were there any running backs that you kind of – this is a question from Matt Dunbar. Were there any running backs that you really looked up to as a kid growing up? Uh, as a kid growing up, I looked up to running backs like Eric Dickerson, um, Le'Veon Bell, I would say, and Alvin Kamara and Keon Drake. Those kind of backs that I, I kind of see myself. Uh, or sometimes I would see like I would take things from their game and try to apply it to my game. But those are – Four running backs that I really like. I love their style of play, just being able to catch, uh, run, their vision. And also uh, Eric Dixon, him being a, a great running back, his power, his speed, him being able to break defenders down and just uh, be able to score and help his team win and, and big games. And uh, Keon Drake with his explosiveness, it's just, it's just those guys bring a lot, of, a lot of things to the table. And I feel like I can see my in their shoes as well. Absolutely. 
Um, next question also is, uh, I know you've been pl you played a lot of special teams your junior, sophomore and junior year. Um, have any of the teams that have been kind of uh, poking around with your agent and you asked about, you know, are you open to playing special teams or anything like that? Oh, yes, I'm definitely open, open to playing special teams. I don't care. I just want to be on the field at all times or, or whenever. I just want to be able to take a field and just have fun. Me being on that field, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if special teams or offense or defense, whatever it may be. I just want to be on the field. So I'm definitely going to play special teams, that's for sure. I, I just I, I just need to be on the field at all times. You, you were a killer out there on special teams, man. I would just you'd run down the field and just go after everybody. I sh that was great. I think that's needed. <laughs> A um, couple of questions coming in from our audience watching right now. Everybody's excited to have you on. Um, Ken Murphy, who attended Fantasy Camp here, number 55 last year, said what's up, wanted to get a, wanted to get a shout-out. So Ken Murphy says what's up. How you doing, Ken? What's up, Ken? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of, a lot of great people here watching. Um, let's see what else. What do you, uh, so you talk, we talked a, bit, a little bit about special teams. Is, uh, w was there a big difference that you felt when Coach Polian came back into Notre Dame? Another question in coming from Tim Finnegan and his son McKenzie. They want to know what your most special moment with the team was and what your favorite place on campus is. Sorry. My favorite place on campus, I would say, is the Grotto. Yeah. Because of the fact it was, it was a place that I could find, that I could go to, and uh, just really just find peace and just really just relax and uh, get whatever I'm, I'm stressing about off my mind. It was a place that I could go and just pray and just thank God for everything that He has done for me. Uh, Sean Hagen wants to know best place to eat in South Bend. Awesome. All right. Um, and then Jason Lynch, he's our lead editor for Dose Supercons. He wants to know what you think of the edits that we've been pumping out for you. Oh, yeah. The edit was tough. Uh, I love the edit. And it, it was just, it, it was, it, it was really something that I, 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 like, I really received 
myself, like the Panther and me, it's just something that, that relates, it correlates well, uh, just being able to just be silent and just being able to attack at all times. Yes, sir. So I, I loved it. I loved it. So that, that kind of leads me to our next question. I know you get tons and tons of emails and messages and DMs and whatnot. How, how do you keep up with that, man? You're one of the most polarizing figures in the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years at Notre Dame, but yet you always find time to, to reach out, shout out your fans, to have those little live, uh, the live Instagram feeds where you got the dang do-rag. Not the do- What was that thing you had on your head when you were taking a shower or whatever, man? Oh, that was a shower cat. A shower Dude, that- <laughs> That's got to be, besides the deuces, that's got to be one of, your, uh, one of your looks, man. That was hilarious. But anyway, how, how do you keep up with all the, the fan love, man, without, you know, without, you, you never seem to have a big head. You always just kind of seem grounded. How do you kind of continue to be that way? Um, I always try to show uh, my fans, my supporters, a lot of love because at the same time, they're a part of this game. They're a part of my life as well because without them, um, without that courage, without that support, them ruling me on, it's, 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 I would say it's hard because of the fact you, you wouldn't have any support. So I just really try to always try to reach out. I know a lot of times I don't get to a lot of people's messages or a lot, but I do see them and I do read them. And um, at the same time, I know I might not be able to respond, but the ones I do get a chance to respond, I always try to uh, keep in contact with some people at times. But at, at certain times, it gets kind of hard just being busy, uh, doing a lot of football and uh, on this process to the NFL. So at times, it gets busy, but I always try to uh, reach out. Well, man, like I said, you're one of the most humble dudes, uh, but yet also, also one of the most talented dudes we've ever watched. And from our, from me and Nate, especially, man, we really appreciate all the time that you've given us and, and everything when we see at the games, always remembering, giving shout-outs. It's just great, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, are you coming back to any of the games this year that you know of for sure in South Bend? I'm not sure as of now, but I'll definitely be back in South Bend to catch a game this year. Okay, and uh, you gonna, are you going to be back at Fantasy Camp this year in June? Are you going to try to make it out to fantasy camp in June? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love going to the fantasy camp. I'm uh, seeing those guys. Those guys are great. And so, yeah, I would definitely try to get it. Uh, if I have time, I would definitely try to uh, get out and uh, get a chance to watch those guys uh, go after. Well, your boy right here, number 70, I'm making my rookie year appearance at fantasy camp this year. So um, it would be an honor to be able to try to chase you down. All right. <laughs> I'll probably be injured by, like, the second hour, so it's all good. But... <laughs> Anyway, man. Well, hey, Dex. I'm, we're gonna let you go. I really appreciate the time. I'm gonna be. We're praying for you big time uh, in your in your uh, training to get to the draft, and then on draft day, we're gonna be watching. Hopefully, you'll go on that first day. If not, sometime in the second day early. Uh, we know you're gonna be successful because you're just an awesome guy. And uh, again, really, really appreciate the time today. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate your time as well, your support as well. Always, Dex. All right. Tell your mom we said hi, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. I will. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Bye. All right, so that was Dexter Williams. Somebody just commented as we were talking. <laughs> First of all, Scott Go Irish Adams, I will not fall down. But if it was Dex, I would definitely fall down because he's too quick. I forgot to mention, I was going to say that to him on the show, but one, he mentioned his favorite moment was Coach Kelly after the Michigan State game. I can't remember what the name of the doggone trophy is. Yeah. But anyways, I think he was drinking something out of it. Yeah. It was, it was hilarious. Gatorade. Yeah, something like that. But it was Gatorade. hilarious to see that. But that was Dex's favorite moment. I think my favorite Dex moment was his second-to-last game with the Irish against SC when I was there live, kicking that ass. And um, Dex broke off, I think it was like a 25, 30-yard run, and two SC defenders literally tried to break towards him, and their ankles just broke. I don't know if you guys seen that. It was like a, it was a sniper situation, man. It was great. So 
so many great uh, moments with Dex. Uh, I'm trying to see who mentioned it here. Uh, oh, it was, it was uh, somebody, one of the, edit, one of the uh, uh, managers of our page said, definitely one of the most lovable players to come through South Bend in recent history. Could not agree more. You, you think about some of the legends, you think about the bus, Timmy Brown, Rocket Ishmael, going back, you know, uh, Hanratty, Johnny Latner, all these guys. Definitely, you know, Hall of Famers all around. But when you think about some of the personalities uh, that come from Notre Dame, Chris Zorich, you know, all these different guys that just have these huge, larger-than-life personalities, Tony Rice, you got to put Dex up there with that, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, probably one of the best uh, to interact with, talk with, uh, hang out with, just whatever. I mean, it's it's just so cool that a guy like that who, in you know, we're at April 15th in about 10, 10 or 11 days, that guy's going to literally be, most likely, knock on wood, a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with a signing bonus, with the, the world at his hands. And he's sitting here on his day off, giving us some time as fans, as, as a fan-driven podcast. So, you know, we've been friends with Dex you know, for a long, long time since he committed, I knew he was going to be something special. And this last year was really his breakout year. And, and you know, he's, he's had some trouble, let's be honest. You know, it's been some, some things, but, uh, you know, he's resilient and he's learned from those mistakes. And I think his passion and his goal is to be able to take care of his family. And that, and that starts with his mother, Cheryl. And I think he's going he's gonna to have that opportunity. Okay. We're just so excited to continue to watch, uh, watch the ride. So let's go back and look at some of these comments. Um, Jason Lynch said Pruitt might be able to catch him. That is not going to happen. Pruitt's not that fast, guys. Let's be honest. That guy's been doing pastor stuff for the past God knows how many years. So he's he's been, he's gotten soft. So I, I'm not worried about Pruitt. Melissa Kovach said Love Dex. Sean Hagen, well said. Scott Irish, go. Yeah, the megaphone trophy. That's right. The in, in Notre Dame MSU trophy. Uh, and you might be able to buy him a beer before his millions. That's right. Yeah, he's 21 now. I'll buy him a couple beers. Um, Jason Lynch said behind Dex, one million percent. Absolutely. Rich Go Irish Duel said, can't wait to see Dex in the league. Uh, Anna Goana said, stay humble, stay humble Dex. Um, and talking about the place to eat, I've never been there, so I'm going to have to check it out on Dex's recommendation. But Sean Hagen said, okay, I've, I've never been there before. Nice. Uh, Jeff Foley said, I grew up watching Eric Dickerson. I'm 44. Uh, I'm almost 43. Remember Dickerson? He was a beast, definitely. Um, let's see who else we got here. Dex the Pittsburgh Steelers could use you at running back. Man. Dex would be a great fit with Pittsburgh. I could totally see that with uh, right behind James Conner, uh, the Pittsburgh grad. Yep. So, Nate, any, any closing comments about Dex? Anything that uh, we didn't get to ask maybe you had on your mind? Um, I mean, uh, I mean, he's just a great player, great person. Yeah. I mean, he still is, but, um, I mean, I think if anybody passes up on him, then that's a huge mistake. Uh, we're going to look back on... It, uh, when he gets drafted, we're going to look back on this time and look at all the teams that passed up on him, and we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's going to be a Tom Brady moment. Whoa. You want to calm down there a little bit? No, no. Um, but I, I do want to say, uh, let's talk a little bit real quick before you log off, get off here. Um, who? Let's talk about the guys that are going to be drafted. If you guys want to chime in on that, uh, you can call in 951-206-9403. Uh, the uh, phone number is right there on the uh, title screen here of the show. Um Let's talk about the guys that are eligible to be drafted. You know, you got Jerry Tillery, Julian Love, Dex, uh, Alizé Mack, Alex Bars, uh, Sam Mustafer, Nick Wisher. You got a lot of guys that, uh, that I think are, are guys that could really contribute to some NFL teams right away. Um, yeah. I'm going to say Jerry Tillery would probably be the first name called for the Irish. I could literally see him going first round. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think could fit into a lot of different, different um, schemes. He had a great pro day. He had a great combine. Um, Big kid, fast, has a lot of playing time under his belt. So Jerry Tiller, I think, be the first guy to go. Uh, I think he's, I think he's gonna be a first rounder. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, this may be a little biased, but um, I really think he goes to the Chargers. Um, we may need uh, we need another defensive lineman, so I mean, why not? Yeah, you know, it could be. You know, you got Isaac Rochelle, by the way, former Irish uh, player, former guest of the show. He um, just re-signed a contract, so congrats to Isaac. But yeah, I could see Jerry Tillery being a nice fit for the LA Chargers. Um, Julian Love, I could see him going anywhere as late as the mid-first round to as late to late second round, anywhere in between. It kind of just depends on what kind of corner you're looking for. I mean, he's a guy that's going to be quick. Uh, he's going to play the ball well, but he may be a little bit undersized. So I think you can kind of see where that goes. Um, Dex, I think, will be our third guy that goes. Followed by Alizé, um, I think uh, Tavon Coney. I think will go after both Dex and Alizé, um, and then I think Bars and Mustafer will and and Wisher will probably be uh, non-roster invitees um, that'll that'll get a chance to break camp with the team, and I think they will. Uh, Alex Bars, if he hadn't suffered that nasty injury, um, I think he'd be a first, second round guy that you're talking about right now. Uh, Scott Go Irish Adams said Tillery is probably the only one to go in the first round, probably. Olga says, what do you think about Justin Yoon? I think Justin Yoon is the all-time leading scorer for the Irish. Um, great, great kid, great family. Shout out to GSOP. Um, but I don't see him getting drafted. Uh, but a lot of kickers don't get drafted. Uh, kickers and punters typically don't get drafted. Tyler, same situation, Tyler Newsom. Uh, both guys that I can almost guarantee will, be, will end up on some team. Uh, and whoever gets either or both of those guys is going to be very, very happy that they did. Um, Tyler Newsom, another one of those guys that we talked about personality-wise, is such a cool guy down to earth, uh, great with the fans, et cetera, just great. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Drew Tranquil. Thanks, Lynch. Yeah, Drew, I, my only concern about Drew is his size. Um, you know, I, he's obviously a gamer. He's tough. He's, he, he's smart. Uh, great, great head on his shoulders. Um, I could see him being a third, fourth round guy and making the team very happy, maybe going back to his safety spot. Mm -hmm. I personally think he's a little bit undersized to play linebacker in the NFL. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's an abundance of safeties in the NFL right now mm -hmm. so I really think he should go back to safety um, and that'll probably give him more of a chance to get on a team. You said abundance you meant abundance of linebackers right? Yeah. Yeah. No I, I agree I think Drew could can be a really good fit as a safety someplace a, you know Harrison Smith-esque type player um, maybe even a little bit better if you ask me personally but that's just me um, so yeah so I, again I think you got Drew I, in this order I think you go Tillery, Julian Love, Dex, Tavon Coney, Drew, um, and then maybe Sam Mustafer and um, uh, Alex Barr sneak into the late round somewhere. Uh, but I, I see them more as a, uh, a camp invitee and, and a chance to really prove themselves. Speaking of uh, camp invitee, I saw that Jerron Jones uh, is getting an invite to Detroit Lions camp. So big shout out to Jerron and his family. Hopefully uh, that works out for them because I know he's been sticking around, trying to make a team full time, and, and he's definitely talented enough to do it. So I think that could happen. Uh, not much size difference between Drew and Manti is there. Not really, but Manti is not exactly getting a lot of playing time uh, in the NFL lately. He keeps getting hurt, so I think that might scare some people away. Uh, Drew will go fourth or fifth and play special teams. Possibly. We'll see what happens. Uh, don't forget about the... Oh, so a couple of announcements about the page, and then we're going to sign off. Uh, so at Bill Leprechauns Media, we have Jason Lynch and Wayne Smith working on some sick uh, draft day edits. So on April 25th, the day of the draft, um, be looking for those to come out. So each guy that gets drafted... We'll have a nice draft edit that you can use and share and, and do what you want with uh, for each guy that gets drafted. So be looking for those. Also, make sure you guys check out our YouTube channel. Wayne Smith put together some top of the line, really great uh, video edits. Uh, the last one we did was uh, the uh, Air Raid Assault, which was uh, Troy Pride, Alohi Gilman, Houston Griffin, and Jalen Elliott. Really, really high quality video, cool sounds, just really get you fired up. Um, he's done some great stuff on Tony Jones Jr. I mean, you name it, we've done it for him. 
Um, so go check out those videos. Uh, please share uh, this podcast. We want to make sure a lot of people get 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 to hear the message and, and everything from from debts. Uh, really, really fun interview. Really great guy. We're super excited to have him on. Uh, so please make sure you um, uh, share this podcast. Invite your friends to like the page if they're Notre Dame fans. And uh, we'll keep plugging away. Um, this will probably be our last show for quite some time because the spring game is over. Things are calming down a little. Um, uh, the guys are getting ready for the draft, so we don't want to disturb them too much. So probably signing off until probably June-ish. Uh, and they'll be back full strength. We're looking at making some additional improvements to the show. Uh, we are going to have some new shirts and some new gear coming out. We're working with a couple people to try to make that happen with some new stuff. So uh, stay tuned for all that. Uh, check out our Facebook page, Dill Separacons Media. Twitter, Dill Separacons. Instagram, Dill Separacons Podcast. And, of course, on YouTube at Dill Separacons. What you got, Nate? Have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good Easter. Yeah. Once again, prayers for those in France. Uh, all the first responders hopefully trying to put that fire out. Um, hopefully they're able to restore everything. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Jackie Robinson day. Uh, just remember, number 42, one of the greatest of all time, made some things happen, and just a, a true American hero, not just yeah. a baseball hero. So everybody have a great day, great week ahead. Hopefully it's successful for you and safe, and we'll catch you guys uh, soon. Make sure you check out all of our uh, social media pages. Everybody have a great day, and go Irish. Leprechauns be the place, uh, the podcast for inspiration and taste, with people all around from different sizes and shapes, shape. different cultures and backgrounds in the race, we got Jason and Nate, hosts in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse, to keep us at the gate, got the Notre Dame back in education, led the way, from the bus about to drive it home, to rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built the flight out the dome, Nothing screams summer louder than a fresh hot dog and a Polar Pop cup from Circle K. For a limited time, stop by Circle K and get a ballpark franc for only $1. Pile on your favorite toppings to make it your own. Then add a refreshing Polar Pop cup or froster. Oh, and a bag of Circle K favorites kettle chips to make it a meal. Start saving at Circle K with $1 ballpark francs. Only at Circle K. The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone a number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions.